Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 68. Today we're gonna be talking about vacationing on a budget. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into today's episode. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, so welcome to today's episode on vacationing and day trips and long weekends on a budget. Um, So before we get into the main um, topic for today, I always share my frugal tip of the week when I do my main topic episodes, which are on Mondays. So this tip of the week is regarding um, reusable, not reusable, um, regarding uh, like storage baggies and sandwich baggies. So I guess, I don't know, a while ago, I was in Target one day and um, I saw the sandwich baggies. They had um, really inexpensive ones that were like the the kind with like the fold over top. And I had forgotten that they even made those. I think I hadn't seen them since I was like a kid. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that those even existed because I had been so used to just always buying Ziploc everything um, for the longest time. So I wound up buying those and um, using them just like to take sandwiches to work because I was like, well, why does it need to be like really sealed with this Ziploc when I'm putting it in a sandwich baggie from when I leave the house in the morning till I eat it a few hours later at lunch at work and then I'm just tossing it in the garbage. And it's not like, um, it's a sandwich. It's not gonna be like falling out of the bag or whatever if it's like in your lunch bag. Um, So I wound up buying those and I saved a lot of money on buying those. Of course, it's better to do reusable Um, which I do for the most part because I'm usually not bringing sandwiches. I'm usually bringing like uh, leftovers from a meal and I'll put it in like a Ziploc container or something. But um, those less expensive sandwich baggies are definitely worth it. There's really no reason that you need to buy more expensive sandwich baggies just to bring a sandwich to work or to maybe pack your kid's lunch or whatever. And then another one related to the same thing is the storage baggies. Um, I started using those for the most part to freeze meat and other items in the freezer rather than the freezer bags, which are more expensive. Um, And the reason I started doing that is because I saw someone, um, I think someone on YouTube that I watch said that she uses the regular um, storage bags to freeze meat and not the freezer bags um, if she's freezing something for a short term. And for the most part, I'm always freezing for a short term because I usually buy food for the upcoming week and then whatever's left over, if I buy like a bigger package and I'm not using the whole thing, it usually winds up getting used up within a couple weeks tops after that. Um, if I know something's gonna be in there much longer, I will put it in a freezer bag, but that's not normally the case. Usually it's something that's not gonna be in the freezer very long and it works totally fine. I haven't had any trouble with the, using a storage bag um, to store meat um, as opposed to using a freezer bag. So that's my frugal tip of the week. Okay, so let's get into vacations. So no matter if you're planning for a day trip, a long weekend, or a regular week's vacation, you need to make sure that you set a budget. Because if you don't have a budget for your vacation, there's a really good chance you're gonna end up spending more than you think. You're out having fun, you're just paying for things, 
you know, you're going to this place, going to that place, buying this drink, getting this snack. Um, it just, money, things just add up so quickly when you're on vacation. And if you don't have a budget in mind, you're just, more likely than not, you're gonna wind up spending more than you expected. And a vacation is supposed to be a stress reducer, so you don't wanna cause yourself stress while you're on your trip while you're paying for all these things and spending too much money because you really don't have any idea in your head of what the budget even is for this vacation. Um, so, and you know, it's a terrible feeling to get back from a vacation and that you really had a great time on and then having to try and recoup from spending more than you could really afford. It just, it's really, it's so much better to have a budget and know what you're going to spend and know what you want to spend and just enjoy your vacation and know that the money that you're spending has already been set aside for and you don't have to be worried about any of your, you know, finances that are going to be impacted when you get back from your trip. Um, I, I do want to point this out too, just because you're budgeting for your vacation does not mean that you're being cheap on your vacation. You can budget for a frugal family getaway or you can budget for an expensive anniversary trip like a once in a lifetime type trip. The it's not about the cost of the vacation, it's about determining how much you can afford and setting a limit because unless you have an unlimited source of funds, you need a budget. You need to know like what you're expecting to spend and keep to some sort of plan. Otherwise, it's it's very difficult to know if you're going to have enough money to cover this trip. So, you know, just because you're managing your money doesn't mean you're being cheap. Like that drives me crazy. A lot of times I'll I might mention my budget and people will think that that means I'm being cheap. And I don't find that I don't feel that because you're on a budget, it means you're being cheap. It just means you're managing your money to a set dollar amount that you want to spend. So um, I think it's really important to set a budget for your vacation. So when you're planning your budget for your vacation, make sure to really consider everything. I have like a, a spreadsheet that I keep, um, you know, in Excel uh, where I keep my vacation budget. And I have it actually going back for several years. I have actually probably since I started doing it, I don't even know how long, but I'll create like a new tab in the sheet um, whenever there's a new vacation coming up. And I have categories in there like um, pet boarding, um, transportation, uh, hotel parking fees, dining out, snacks and drinks, um, souvenirs, tickets, um, you know, like for like theme parks, museums, things like that. Um, as many categories of major items that you can think of, um, you wanna list out in the budget so that you can detail those out and not, um, not you know, try not to miss any of the major things. And give yourself plenty of time um, in advance of your trip to start setting up the budget. That way, you know, if you're driving down the road and you're like, oh shoot, I didn't think to include this in the budget, you can go back and update it. And, um, you know, it's fun too. Like, I love creating the vacation budget because in order to create the budget, a lot of times you're doing research um, about attractions that are in the area, things you might wanna do. Um, and when you're doing that, that part's fun, but then you can also look at what the cost is for those attractions and put them in the budget. And this can also help you um, uh, prioritize. Like, say if there's like, I don't know, say five different museums in the area, 
and they're all, I don't know, say $20 a person or whatever, and you have a family of five, well, maybe you don't want to spend $500 on museums while you're on your trip. So now that you know the cost of them all, you can say, okay, guys, here's the five museums they have in the area. Let's pick two that we really want to see. So it can kind of help you prioritize uh, where you want to spend your money before you go on the trip, because otherwise, you know, you might wind up hitting two of the um, ones that you liked, but weren't like the one you really, really would have liked to see. And then all of a sudden you see that there's this other one and you're like, oh, well, that stinks because we already spent $200 on seeing the first two and I don't really want to spend another $100 on this one. So, you know, just kind of knowing in advance some of the um, things you might want to do and setting them as a priority can really be helpful in um, being able to stick to your budget once you're out there and kind of knowing what you, what you want to do. Um, so I always do include miscellaneous dollars in my budget um, for my vacation. You can figure out what amount um, that might be, of course, based on the total dollar amount that you have um, allocated for your vacation. But the thing is, is that pretty much always something miscellaneous comes up while you're on the trip. Like you might be walking around town and you see you want to get some like fancy dessert or like some kind of nice um, lattes or something. I don't know. You know, like all those little things can add up. And um, you really want to make sure you have um, some miscellaneous dollars in your budget to cover those things that you didn't specifically think of. You know, maybe there's some exhibit that you're walking um, through town and you see that there's something that you'd really like to go do. Um, you could pull that from your miscellaneous category. So um, when you're putting your budget together, if you add miscellaneous dollars and that throws you over um, the total cost, like once you list out like if you have pet boarding transportation the hotel park tickets like if you're going to a theme park whatever once you list all that out and then you add in the miscellaneous dollars if your total budget comes to more um, than you wanted to spend by adding those miscellaneous dollars i would suggest seeing if you can cut somewhere else because you really need to have miscellaneous dollars in there um, because i find that if you don't you always will wind up going over budget because something miscellaneous always comes up. I mean, you know how that is, you're on a trip and things just come up that you weren't expecting and you're like, oh, we're on vacation, so let's just do it anyway. And you really wanna have um, some dollars in there. So, I mean, if you, put in, if you put in your little miscellaneous budget and it throws you over, you know, you can consider, can you maybe cut back on dining a little bit on your dining budget? Can you maybe do some less expensive meals or things like that? Just kind of really think it through and see um, where you might be able to cut back a little bit to still keep those miscellaneous dollars in your budget because it's really important to have that. Um, as you know, I'm sure, um, dining is usually one of the largest um, expenses in your budget that's kind of variable. Um, you know, the hotel is gonna cost what it is. Once you pick your hotel, you know what the cost of, is of that. You're kinda gonna know what it costs if you have to board your animals. Um, transportation, you're gonna get a fixed cost for that also. But dining is really flexible um, in as far as the amount of cost that you can spend on vacation. Um, so what I do for this area is I budget um, a flat dollar amount for dining per day. And then that way, at the end of the day, you can see how you track to budget. It's very simple enough to add up what you've spent in a day for dining. 
And if you have a dollar amount that you've um, set aside for dining per day, you can easily compare um, how, that, how you stacked up. And it makes it so much easier to do it that way because if you wanted to, um, like say if you overspent, um, say you're on your first day of vacation and you went out to a real nice restaurant for dinner and maybe you had like a more expensive lunch and I don't know, maybe you even went out and got like nice coffee drinks and some kind of fancy little pastries or something for breakfast and you're like, wow, we went way over our budget for dining today. Well then tomorrow you can maybe just grab a bagel for breakfast, um, maybe like share a pizza for lunch. Um, you know, you can have a lot more flexibility in playing with that um, dining budget as if you're kind of tracking it on a daily basis. At least for me, it, it helps me do it on a daily basis because I can make adjustments easily the next day to get us back on track. And I'll usually kind of plan it out that way, really. Like if we know there's, say, certain um, restaurants that we really want to go to, um, we'll say, okay, we're going to do these restaurants on, on these days. And so that we can afford those, we're going to do um, less expensive meals on these other days. And then I still do track it, though, to make sure that we're staying on target. But I find it easier that way than doing the dining budget as a whole and trying to figure out like, okay, we're in day three, how much left do we have for the rest of the trip? And then trying to see, you know, okay, well, if we do better this day, worse that day, whatever. I mean, I do track it as a whole also, but as far as, you know, a, um, a way to stay on track, I find that it's much easier to kind of have a daily limit. And if you go over one day, then kind of bring yourself back under the following day. Um, I also uh, always, oh, oh, another thing too. Um, in order to keep on track with this also, what I'll do sometimes is before going on vacation, I'll like look up local restaurants and things like that and get reviews um, so that you kind of have some places in mind um, before you even go on your trip of where you can eat um, that might be less expensive. So I'll sometimes do a search for like best cheap eats in you know whatever area. And um, you can get some good options that might be less expensive places to eat so that if you do have a day where you maybe overspent a little bit on dining, you can have a few good places in mind that you can stop and get a good um, meal for a maybe less expensive price and kind of help you offset the cost of the previous day. Um, also, uh, I always um, buy lots of snacks and drinks to bring with us um, on vacation if we can bring it with us, if we're like driving to the location or when we get to the when we get to where we're going um, we'll go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of snacks and drinks like that or if you don't have a car like say if you're staying at disney or something and you don't have uh, transportation to leave if you're just staying on site um, you know do like a grocery delivery um, order because just by having snacks and drinks with you um, wherever you're staying can really save you a lot of money um, of not having to run out and buy those things every time you need them. Uh, oh, another thing to consider too, as, as far as dining, is depending on where you're staying, if you can get a, um, a room with a kitchen, if possible, um, that can really save you a lot of money, um, depending on the number of people too that you have. Um, it, it of course costs more for um, a, a room with a, or a, a, a resort room or a, I don't know, whatever type of uh, combination you're staying in, if you're camping like a cabin or whatever, things like that, um, they, they cost more to have a kitchen, of course. But if you have a large family and you're gonna be spending a lot on eating out, it can, it can actually wind up being worth it 
to um, have a kitchen. And it doesn't mean you need to be cooking on your vacation. If you're okay with doing like cheap, inexpensive things from the food store here and there, like popping a frozen pizza in the oven or um, buying some frozen meals, um, things like that. Um, even just having like the drinks in the fridge. Um, you, you know, you could buy like a box of donuts, like whatever, I don't know. Um, just things like that, um, having them available in the kitchen and to have like maybe some quick breakfast or some quick lunches. Um, it's also good for when you do eat out to have a place to come back and save your leftovers because it's the worst if you go out and have an expensive meal and you can't finish it and then you have nowhere to bring the leftovers back to. So it's nice for that also. So if that's an option and if it's affordable, that's one thing to consider, um, which can help you a little bit saving on your dining um, costs if you're looking to save in those areas. Okay, uh, packing list. Definitely, I would suggest using a packing list when you pack for your vacation. So, um, you know, by having a packing list, it's gonna make it much less likely that you're gonna have to purchase something which can throw you over budget while you're on your vacation. Like if you forget a bathing suit, a hat, sunblock, whatever, if you have to buy those in the vacation area or at a resort, it's obviously gonna cost you much more money and you're buying something that you didn't need to buy because you already had it at home, you just forgot to pack it. So um, I definitely suggest using a packing list and that way you, you know, you'll make sure that you aren't likely to leave something behind and have to, having to purchase it while you're on your trip. So I keep my um, packing list also saved in Excel. Um, and then what I've done over the years is each time we go on a trip, if we're there and we're like, oh shoot, we didn't think to pack like bug spray or something, I don't know. We camp a lot. So like, you know, if we're like, oh, I can't believe we didn't bring bug spray on this camping trip where we were gonna be hiking and whatever. Um, when I get back, I'll like make a note in my phone. I'll write down like add um, bug spray to packing list. And then as soon as I get home, I go into the packing list and then I add it. So over the years, we've really tweaked it. So it pretty much covers everything we could need for any situation. Um, I have like a section of this is like winter trips, summer trips, whatever. And then obviously, depending on the trip we're going on, I might just ignore some of the items on the list. But it's really good to have a thorough list um, that you can print out and check off, um, you know, uh, as you're packing for your trip to eliminate forgetting those things that you might have to purchase while you're out there. Um, so that's that. Uh, and then tracking your expenses. When you're on your trip, you really should have some mechanism to track your expenses because as you know with your regular budget, it's, it's really hard to know um, how you're doing just to try and add things up in your head. You forget about things. Um, it's, just, it's just hard to do. And it's, and it's not something that you wanna be doing on your vacation, like sitting there adding up in your head, trying to figure out like what you've spent so far, what you have left to spend. Um, you know, so I would suggest having some way either at the end of the night, if you just kind of, maybe you just keep all your receipts in your, in your wallet or whatever. And at the end of the night, you come back and you log it all, um, for the day, I wouldn't recommend going more than a day because things just add up way too quickly. Um, but what I, what I use is actually an app called budget. I think it's just called budget. And um, I use the free version, so it only gives you like three categories. It probably would be better to, for me to upgrade and get the paid version, but I don't even know what it costs. It might only be a few dollars, I really don't know. But um, I just use the free version, so I get three categories. So when I go on vacation, I set up three categories, which is meals, gas, and miscellaneous. Meals is usually the biggest one. Um, 
gas is like next, I don't know, not next, but like it's kind of like a defined category. And then miscellaneous just kind of covers our things like, uh, you know, like attractions and uh, other things that we might spend that aren't food or gas, which is pretty much what you're spending when you're on vacation. So what I do is every time um, we're out, I enter in um, the dollars that I spent. Say if we go out to eat, like the second we're done and we paid the bill, I just pull up the app on my phone and I enter in the date, um, the restaurant, and the dollar amount we spent. And then I can look at it during the day and see um, how much we've spent so far and what we were expected to spend. And it just helps me um, keep on track and not having to put too much thought and trying to sit there thinking and remembering, you know, what we spent so far and, you know, it just helped. It's really helpful. Uh, Of course, um, anyway, you know, you could use the notes in your phone. Like I'm sure there's other apps too um, that you can track your expenses in, of course. Um, But I would definitely recommend having some way to track your expenses while you're on the trip so that you cannot have to worry if you're going over budget or not. It just feels good to know you're spending the money that you've already budgeted for this and you're not expecting to go over. And if you are, you still have ways to control it by spending less in the upcoming days. And then um, once you get back from your trip, I definitely suggest... um, recording everything back into your original budget like if you had like a detailed budget in excel um, you know taking all those costs and putting them in there in the appropriate categories so i usually do like an actual to budget um, so that i can see you know like what we spent and what we had budgeted where we came in maybe a little over where we came in a little under and um, just kind of to have that information because it's really helpful in budgeting future vacations Um, Like we were considering um, budgeting another trip and I wanted to see how much it cost us um, for gas on a previous trip so that I could kind of get a rough idea of how much to budget for gas. So I was able to look back at the last couple trips and I was like, okay, this is probably a good amount to budget. So it can be really helpful um, by having those previous trips. And it also helps you just in general too, because you can see where you missed something. Um, you know, was there something that you completely forgot to budget for? Well, now you can make a note and make sure you budget for that next time. So it, it takes time, um, but the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. And it's just a really great feeling to be on vacation and know I have the money for this. I'm not going to come home and have to worry about like how much we spend and how are we going to recover from this? Um, you know, it's you, you don't want that to be the result of your vacation. You want it to be enjoyable and you want to know that you're spending the money that you already set aside and this money's allocated for this and it's okay to spend it because it's budgeted for. You know, th- that's why I, I definitely think it's super important to have a budget for your vacation. And like I said, this applies to uh, week-long vacations, day trips, and even... Um, you know, long weekends. Whenever you're going out, that's when you tend, like for entertainment type purposes, that's when you tend to get those like, oh, well, it's a once in a lifetime thing. And then you just spend money you don't have. (laughs) So I would suggest applying this to any of those type leisure activities that you have coming up. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really appreciate you listening so much. Um, If you'd like to message me or send me any topic suggestions, um, any feedback on the episodes, I would really love to hear from you. You can message me through my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life, no apostrophe. And um, you can message me there. You can like the page. 
uh, if you want to see anything that gets posted on there. Right now, the main Facebook page mainly just has um, recipes from my meal planning episodes. And then um, there's also a link on there to join our private listeners group, which would be really great if you'd like to join. We talk about things that are discussed on the episodes. And um, we could talk about anything related to um, you know, productivity, frugal living, um, any of those types of related topics. So you can join by the link on the Facebook group or you can go directly to facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. I'm sorry, facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life and submit a request to join. I would love to have you. Also, if you did like the show, don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to, please leave a review. I would really appreciate it. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day.